0: Com. Click on the shop button.
1: The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Good morning. Welcome to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. I'm going to begin with uh, Ephesians chapter 6. And then we will go to um, Psalm chapter Psalm chapter 8 but first I would like to read Psalm uh, Ephesians chapter 6 the reason I'm beginning this uh, program with these verses today is because the churches of God all seven churches are presently in war we are in a battle spiritual battle It's evident. Many Christians aren't aware of the battle that's being fought. They're not aware of who the uh, enemy is. And we'll read what Paul says here. This is in verse 6, Ephesians 6, verse 10. Finally, let the mighty strength of the Lord make you strong, put on the armor of God. Put on the armor that God gives so you can defend yourself against the devil's tricks. We are not fighting against humans, flesh and blood. We are fighting against forces and authorities, against rulers of darkness and powers in spirit, in the spiritual world. Put on the whole armor that God gives so when the evil day comes, you will be able to defend yourself And when the battle is over, you will stand firm. The battle individually in your life, you don't know when a day of evil will come. It will come, just a matter of when. We pray that we're not led into temptation, that we're delivered from evil. But evil will come. As a church... There will be a final day of battle. All from the beginning of the dispensation and the church, uh, the birth of the church on the night of resurrection, there has been a battle. There has been a war. But through the 2,000 years of the church history, with all of these battles, There will be a final day, a final day of evil. We're not waiting for that day to come. We are in that evil day presently. For the Christians that have um, watched, have been observing the condition in this country, in our culture as well as watching international news, you realize that we are in the day of evil. And the day of evil, there are many, uh, you might say, compartments to that day of evil. War, sickness, famine, distresses on the earth. Uh, There will be, Christ said in Matthew 24, immediately at the beginning of the Uh, chapter a day of deception it will be a time of great deception great deception on uh, as Paul would put it Paul explained to the believers in Corinth in 1st Corinthians chapter 10 verse 32 that we believers are not to give offense to the Jew or Hebrew the Gentile, the Gentiles, or the Church of God. From Paul's view, God sees mankind as a whole, but broken up into three corporate peoples. The Hebrew, or Jew, the Gentiles, and the Church of God. The Hebrew and the Gentile, when they uh, meet Christ, they become members of the church. And in the body of Christ, in the family of Christ, there are Jew or Hebrew and Gentile. And we, at the end of the world, each of these corporate peoples, the Bible and the prophecies of the time that we're in, there are specific prophecies to each of these three corporate peoples, there are prophecies to the churches, all seven churches, prophecies to the Hebrew people, the Jewish people, specifically, and specifically, prophecies to the non the the, the non Hebrew and non believer, the Gentiles. We're in, and in the time that we're in, all three of these corporate Peoples are in, presently, the evil day. We believers, our battle has intensified oh, over the last hundred years, but really in the last fifty. And here, presently, it is intensified to a point where it is evident that internationally the forces that Paul talked about in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 10 through 13 the forces that are invisible these powers these authorities these rulers of darkness are at war with the body of Christ whether you're a believer and you're Jewish or a believer and you're non-Jewish, the war is directed at you. We can't, we, uh, can't deny it. We have to accept it. How are we going to fight the battle and be victorious? Many, many ways, or many different facets to being victorious in the battles that uh, we're in. In Psalm chapter 8, verse 2, there is a verse, I've been looking for the translation, I haven't been able to find it, I have it written down somewhere, but basically this is the thought where God says, have I not chosen, have I not ordained praise, have I not ordained praise to destroy the destroyer? So God uses praise when you praise Him, when you worship Him in reality, in power, in strength. Have I not ordained praise to destroy the destroyer? Now I'm going to read out of the Wycliffe Bible. Out of the mouth of young children not speaking and still nursing, you have made perfect praise. You have made perfect praising for the enemies that you destroy the enemy and the avenger. Out of the mouths of young children who are not yet speaking, who are still nursing, you have rebuked the mighty enemies. Yes, you've destroyed the enemy and the avenger. So it's through the power of praise that we get the victories. In my experience, through my whole life, my Christian life, whenever I've been under, you know, whatever the conditions, it has always been praising and worshiping the Lord that has been the uh, I've gotten the victories. It's through praise, praising the Lord, no matter what the the situation, no matter how difficult, have I not ordained praise to destroy the destroyer? If you're under severe depression, when you praise and you stay and you don't let the enemy uh, distract you, and you praise and you thank the Lord. And the beginning of praise really is thanksgiving. Thanking the Lord for whatever you're going through, there's an answer. Whatever is happening to you, there is a way where God can save you and help you. So that was the Wycliffe Bible. And. Uh, there is another translation. I am looking for it but it also talks about praise and uh, talking about little children they don't have they don't have the understanding and the knowledge that we have but they one thing they do is they do have a joy in their heart and it's through, These children that God has perfected. Now, this is out of the uh, ICB, the International Children's Bible. This is how they phrase it. You have taught children and babies to sing praises to you. You have taught children and babies to sing praises to you. This is because of your enemies. And so you silence your enemies and destroy those who try to get even, those who are vindictive. So, our enemy, we believers, yes, mankind, yes, governments, yes, other religions, also invisible forces in the heavens according to the Apostle Paul. Rulers of darkness, authorities, powers. So we have an attack coming on two fronts. Through the natural world, through the natural realm, and the spiritual, spiritual realm. This is why we have been, uh, the angels, have been ordered to protect God's children, especially little children. In Hebrews chapter 1, I'm going to begin here. This Hebrews is the Apostle Paul presenting to the Hebrew people of that time that had just become believers. They're still in a quandary. They're coming out of a religion they've been steeped in from the time they were children. They're trying to break mentally the bondage of that religion. They're trying to transition, and Paul is trying to help them transition out of an old religion, out of an old way, an old method, an old system, into the reality of a king and a kingdom there's been a shift from what was to now the Messiah and the kingdom that he brought in and the teachings of that kingdom much different and powerful than what was taught this is why uh, to the Jewish people prior to Christ actually beginning his ministry at age 30 At age 30, one of the first things he did is he went into the temple to teach, to give a prophecy about himself. And uh, those that sat in the region in the shadow of, of death and darkness, great light has sprung up. He was that great light. He prophesied to them about himself. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1. Long ago, in many ways, and at many times, God's prophets spoke His message to our ancestors. This is Paul talking to the Hebrew people of the time. To our ancestors, the Hebrew people. He wasn't addressing the Gentile churches. He's addressing the Hebrew people. But now, at this time, at last, finally, God sent His Son to bring a message, His message to us. God created the universe by His Son. And everything will someday belong to the Son. God's Son has all the brightness of god's own glory all that god is in his glory and his splendor the sun in the sun all this is is uh, be, can be and is being presented to mankind has all the brightness of god's own glory and is like him in every way he is the image of of the invisible God by his own mighty word he holds the universe together Paul is presenting Messiah and the Christ this son of God to the Hebrew people in a way in which they're caught off guard they're trying to understand who Christ was, who this Messiah, this Yeshua that was crucified. They are still in conflict with the teachings of Judaism, the teachings of the law, the teachings of all of the ordinances and commandments, man by man, uh, the added laws. And here, very simply, Paul is presenting Messiah them in a very special, unique way. He created the universe through this individual. He is the image. He is the fullness of the God of Israel. He glorifies God in every way. And this individual that was crucified by His word, the universe is held together. Now, Paul is saying in the past God revealed himself to the children of Israel in many ways in the battles of King David through the prophets, through the speaking of the prophets, through the prophecies. He spoke to us through when the children of Israel were in the wilderness. At night there was a pillar of fire. God was speaking to them in the day there was a cloud of, a cloud of smoke to protect them from the elements at night and in the day so in many ways God was revealing himself to them but Paul is saying just in verse 1 but now God the father the abba of Israel is presenting to you Hebrews His Son, in a unique way, and this is is who the Son is. Nothing was created without Him. Everything was created through Him. John the Apostle in John chapter 1, the very first verse, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. Without Him, there was nothing made that has been made. Paul is basically saying the same thing, but now he's addressing the Hebrew people. Then he says, okay. Then he says, After the Son had washed away our sins, He sat down at the right side of the glorious God in heaven. He, this Messiah, this Christ, has become much greater than the angels. And the name that he was given is far greater than any of the names given to the angels. So now Paul is addressing the invisible world and the angels of that world. And the Hebrew people were well aware that in the beginning... God created all the hosts of heaven, the teraphim, the seraphim, all of the angelic hosts, as well as Lucifer, as well as the angels that rebelled with Lucifer, and the spiritual world of demons, and the children of Israel at the time where Jesus began his ministry in this one region, the uh, the Galilee, there was the people. The demon possession, the psychological problems of the people in that area were in darkness. They sat in darkness daily. There was no hope. And the Hebrew people were fully aware of the power of the spiritual forces. So he addresses the matter of angels. He's given a name that is higher, greater, more magnificent than any of the names of the angels. And see, there were angels. Gabriel, Michael, Lucifer. So they're aware of these names of these angels. Verse 5. But Paul wanted to make it very clear. He had to. And God is trying to, and is, is making it clear in our present day. In a sense, we are Hebrews also. The world is full of books about angels. There uh, are in the, for example, the, uh, I'm trying to think of the uh, New Age movement. Angels. There are spirits that are very powerful. Those in the New Age movement and witchcraft are having dialogue. They are visiting with, speaking to, through seances, through ritual, to these creatures, these these intellectuals, uh, these uh, these spirits in the invisible world they're communicating with them God is speaking to the Christian people that in any communication that you have with anyone other than the Holy Spirit you have slipped into idolatry you will be deceived you cannot pray to angels You cannot ask angels to perform duties of any kind, miracles of any kind for you. That is the sole responsibility of the Lord Jesus. Any miracles that you pray for must be directed and requested. Directed to Him. The requests are to Him, not to angels. I know people that are telling angels to go do this, to fight a battle, to do that, to fight a battle in areas that is uh, condemned. And it will that type of these individuals, if they don't cease from that, they will be punished. They will be deceived. Our request must be to the God of heaven. And then... He will perform the miracles. If you need protection, like my family, we pray, Lord, we're going to take a trip. We ask you to put angels around us, protect us while we're on the road. We ask him to give orders to the angelic hosts if he desires. But we personally do not ask angels to do anything. No, we ask the Holy Spirit to protect us, to keep us. We'll be back in just a second. Rick Rodriguez, we'll be back. As
2: 1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360KHNC.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts.
0: Accidents can happen at any time and any place. Preparing ourselves is critical to being able to respond with confidence. Serious bleeding events are scary, but having Bleed Stop handy can give you the edge. Just pour it directly in the wound and apply direct pressure. Clotting happens in seconds. KHNC listeners get 20% off on the products listed. Visit the KHNC website and hit the Bleed Stop button. That's the KHNC website and hit the Bleed Stop button. As the economy tightens, retailers are getting their products in front of thousands of new customers every month. The P.E. Gun Show is a whole family event featuring toys, craft items, food, survival, and hunting accessories. Every show is loaded with potential buyers looking for your products. For table rental information, contact P.E. Shows.com or call them at 970-663-9101. The new 90,000-square-foot Premier Events Expo Center located at the Greeley Mall off Highway 34 is the perfect indoor space to plan your next event. Weddings, graduations, concerts, or fairs, this space can accommodate. For leasing information, contact PEShows.com or call them at 970-663-9101. That's shows.com 970-663-9101.
4: Reasons to Own Gold,
2: number 175. Universal basic income, where the government just gives people money because they won't be able to live and provide for their families because the dollar has been devalued beyond comprehension while never admitting to inflation. Prosperity never comes from the printing press. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com.
0: This is Mark Hall, host of the Come Out of Her, My People show here on the Roar of the Rockies. Tune in to discover why, whether it's the law of the land or scripture, what you've probably heard it says is not what is written. It's time to come out of all of that.
1: My contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box, 872 Longmont Colorado 80502 and the podcast for the program are on 1360 KHNC dot com to the uh, olive tree site the angels many I, I know of Christians that are praying to angels the Catholics uh, other, other within the evangelical churches. This is within the body of Christ. Exclude the uh, New Agers. Exclude the those in the occult. Forget about them. We, it is forbidden for God's children to take a position where we can tell angels what to do That is, uh, you're putting yourself in a dangerous situation because the angels that you're praying to, the invisible forces you're praying to, are not going to be the holy angels of God that are going to carry out whatever it is you're requesting. And don't think that they won't. They can to deceive you even further. You have no authority to command angels to do anything. They are more intelligent than you. They are more powerful than you. Uh, they are eternal. They are masters at deceit. And they'll you'll get caught. Uh, it's a practice that you better cease. If you are praying to angels, you better put a halt to it. Because if you won't, you will not have the favor of the Lord. And uh, He will allow the deception, you will be deceived. I'm going to go to Hebrews chapter 1, verse 5. God has never said to any of the angels, You are my son. God has never said that. Paul is addressing the spiritual world to the Hebrew people. God is addressing the spiritual world to the believers today. You are my son, because today I have become your father. There is only one son in whom God was well pleased. And through Messiah, through Christ, now there are adopted into the kingdom of heaven many sons through Christ. Neither has God said to any of the angels, to any of them, I will be his father, and he will be my son. God has never spoken that to any of the angels, and the reason being is all of the angels were created out of nothing. They're created. Lucifer, all the angels that rebelled in the great rebellion, they were created. Verse 6. When God brings His firstborn Son into the world, He commands all of the angels to worship Him. And this is what they did. Remember when He was a babe? Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. When God brings the firstborn Son into the world, He commands all of His angels to worship Him. Verse 7. When God speaks about the angels, He says... I change my angels into wind and my servants into flaming fire. That's what he says about the angels, powerful. I change my angels into the wind and my servants into flaming fire. But in verse 8, but Paul says, but God says about his son, you are God. You, my son, you are God, and you will rule as king forever. Your royal power brings about justice. You loved justice and hated evil, and so you, and so I, your God, have chosen you and appointed you and made you happier than any of your friends. I'm going to read a different translation. I'm going to go with the Amplified. But God says, verse 8, But God says to His Son, You are God, and you will rule as king forever. Your royal power brings about justice. You love justice, hated evil. And so I, your God, have chosen you. I appointed you and made you happier than any of your friends. In verse 10, the scripture also says, In the beginning, Lord, you were the one who laid the foundation of the earth. So here, Paul is presenting a complete new thought to the Hebrew believers. And most of them are young in the Lord. They're they're still confused. They haven't quite understood what happened with the resurrection, with the new uh, change of, of worship to God in power, and the revelation that the individual that was crucified has raised from the dead. So there, Paul is making it very clear to the Hebrews, to the Jewish people that are new converts, who Messiah is. And we... In the church, many in the bodies, in the the churches of God, in the body of Christ as a whole, don't even to this day realize who the Lord Jesus Yeshua is. They don't realize that He's the very God. They don't realize that He brought in a whole new way of worship to God His Father. And a whole new authority through a kingdom that is invisible. But we in the churches, we are a kingdom. We're not just churches with assemblies, with individuals, with pastors, teachers, apostles. We're not just the field in the field growing. All of these things, yes. But we are a kingdom. And we are a kingdom that is in growth. We are a kingdom that is now, in the time in which we live, we have matured as God's people. Not all the church is matured. Not all the church is faithful. Not all the family of God have pursued after God. Most within the family of God are apostate. They have drifted away from Christ. In doctrine, theology, eschatology, this is made clear in the Bible. The uh, members in the body of Christ—they don't like the negative. They don't want to believe that punishment is coming to the churches of God because we are in rebellion to the Lord. We uh, love the world. We love the cosmos. We love the things of the world. We are still in love with ourselves. We've never been transformed. We uh, desire the things of the flesh. We live in the flesh. Our, Our soul, we live in our soul. We've never learned the principles of walking in spirit, praying in spirit, praising in spirit. And this is, this is because of the, the men, for the most part, that have been in responsible positions uh, for the last 50 years. Not all have been faithful to instruct God's children in the things of God, the, things of the, the doctrines of the faith. It's been a business. It's been building little empires. But it hasn't been building the kingdom of heaven but in spite of that the holy spirit has been working on individuals that have placed themselves into his hand into christ's hand through obedience and through consecration and they've made it a a, a deter- they were determined to follow the lord regardless of the hardships And there would be hardships. They were aware of that. They have continued in the faith. They haven't, you might say, uh, walked away. It's difficult to stay the course with the the Holy Spirit. But as as you continue with Him, you continually get stronger. It's like with the military. These individuals go into boot camp, they're out of shape, they can't run, they're too heavy, but by about the end of the sixth week, they're in shape. And they're pretty they're they're pretty much ready to tackle whatever is required of them. It's the same principle in the kingdom of heaven. Those who are faithful, you grow in your understanding of Of who the Lord is like Paul is presenting to the Hebrews he's presenting to them a whole new thought and and presenting to them a Messiah with power he's not weak he has power he has a name that is greater than any name that was given to any angel we believers in the body of Christ doesn't matter whether we're uh... Lutheran, Catholic, Orthodox, Evangelical, uh, in the Evangelical churches, Pentecostal, Charismatic, doesn't matter. We, through the power of the Holy Spirit, He is directing His children to stay close to Him, to, to learn the lessons in the Christian life. There are many takes a lifetime. But because we're where we are in time, there's no time for many of the believers to mature. But, just like with the apostles, what the Lord did to them in three years, we have the Holy Spirit. He can teach us quickly, in weeks and months and seasons. He can teach us and we can be where we're supposed to be. So Paul is presenting to the Hebrews, he's presenting to them one thing initially. Who this individual is. That they're, they're mystified. They're trying to get their psychological balance. But first Paul has to present to them who Messiah is. In the beginning, Lord, you were the one who laid the foundation of the earth and created the heavens. He's presenting it again. They will disappear. They and wear out like clothes, the heavens. But you will last forever. You will last forever. You're eternal. You will roll them up, the heavens, like a robe and change them like a garment. But you are always the same, and you will live forever. Verse 13, God never said to any of the angels, Sit at my right hand until I make the enemies a footstool. So now Paul has been able to present to the these new converts that have been mystified. And we, when we meet the Lord, there's also going to be, you know, we're going to be mystified, you might say, to a degree too. Because we don't know who He is. We don't, we don't see Him as the One who created all things. And uh, I'm going to go back to verse 8. But unto the Son... He said, and this was really a curveball to the Jewish people, to the Jewish thought. But unto the Son, He said, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. This is what the Father says to the Son. But your throne, O God, is forever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. You loved righteousness, you hated iniquity. Therefore God, even your God, hath anointed you with the oil of gladness above your fellows. So he introduces, Paul introduces, and I know many may think, well, how do you know that Paul wrote the uh, book of Hebrews? Because there wasn't a, another individual at the time that was as steeped in Jewish thought the history of the Jewish people, uh, the understanding of the priesthood, like the Apostle Paul. Some thought it might have been Apollos. Some might have thought it might have been, I think, it's Gamaliel, the the uh, the uh, <clears throat> the one that Paul studied under. He was a an attorney, a lawyer. No, there was no one and through many of the debates that i've read where pro and con for the most part at the end of the debates within the with the scholars in the churches most of them eventually come to the agreement that everything that is in the book of hebrews is very similar to paul's other writings everything else that he had written there seems to be a a a uh, similarity that you cannot ignore. And then eventually some have even come right out and stated, and this is just in the last ten years, that everything would match with Paul's presentation, his understanding of the Hebrew, of the Jewish people as a, a people, the Jewish people as a nation called by God, specifically out of the, the nations and then the, uh, the understanding he was a he was a rabbi he was going to be a chief rabbi with the Sanhedrin and the religious world. God called him out of that. Then it's more evident as Paul goes into chapter two of Hebrews, i'll begin here therefore we should give more pay more attention a deep study to the things which we have heard lest at any time we should forget them let them slip or think be, uh, think that they are unimportant this is where we believers We have to have this same attitude. We have to pay attention, especially now, because we are at the end of this plan, eternal plan, that God had for His family, for His churches. We're at the end of it. We need to pay attention more now than ever before, because what's coming depends on How we look at what's coming, or uh, how we handle what's coming. We'll be back to finish out the hour.
5: This is Riley with Saddle Up in Gilcrest, Colorado. We are a western saddle and tack shop, and we carry all the tried and true cowboy and equine brands in the industry. We carry brands such as McCall, Martin, and Billy Cook. We also carry a variety of horse tack items like saddle pads, head stalls, and much more. Visit our website to check out our whole catalog or visit us in store, 303-772-7821. Again, 303-772-7821.
6: This is Crystal with Cruise Planners. We're a full-service travel agency located in Johnstown, Colorado. Give us a call at 970-578-9779 or visit our website at milehighcruiseplanners.com to start planning your next vacation today. By land, air, or sea, we get you there, and all you do is go enjoy. Again, that number is 970-578-9779.
7: Are you prepared for a power outage? Never be left in the dark again. Wagner Electric has proudly partnered with Generac to provide long-lasting generators for your home. We have standalone and portable generators in stock now. So give us a call for a free estimate at 970-800-3693. If you are constructing or upgrading your home, trust our expert electricians to take care of your home the first time. We offer services for anything from wiring an unfinished basement to wiring a newly built pole barn. Your electrical system is the heartbeat of your home. So don't risk it and give us a call today to get started at 970-800-3693 or visit us at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located off Highway 85 in Greeley at 1517 2nd Avenue. Wagner Electric sets the standard.
3: Hey friends, Freddie Freeman here. A wise man by the name of Ben Franklin once said, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. So go to 1360KHNC.com and click the Patriot Supply button and make sure
8: you're prepared. With plenty of survival products from emergency survival food, water filtration systems, survival coffee, and more, my Patriot Supply has got the perfect gifts for you. Just click that Patriot Supply button only on 1360KHNC.com.
9: Hi, I'm Sina Milanazzo, Telephone Technology Specialist here with Liberty Communications. We are the local experts for cloud and VoIP telephone systems. If you have a traditional phone system and want to learn more about how VoIP can help your business, then call me. I'll sit down with you and we'll come up with solutions on how to keep you ahead of your competition. Call 720-399-0233 or email info at libertybts.com. VoIP doesn't have to be a four-letter word
1: we're finished with the first hour of today's program my contact information is Olive Tree Ministry P.O. Box 872 Longmont, Colorado 80502 and the podcast for the program 1360 khnc.com to the podcast section to the Olive Tree uh, site Every week, 9 to noon, I'll be here. Generally, uh, this is, I don't like pre-recorded unless uh, I, take a, I have to, uh, for some reason, can't make it. But generally, I, I'm here, Sundays, 9 to noon. Paul is presenting to the Hebrew people the change that has taken place. They were having a difficult time. Uh, Paul didn't put his name to it. Uh, As I've studied the book of Hebrews and studied Paul's writings, I concur with many of the Bible teachers that Paul did write the book of Hebrews. Uh, Why would he uh, write this without using his name? He wrote anonymously because many of the Jewish believers still, because of who he was prior to his becoming, becoming a believer in his persecuting the children of Israel, the church, that were new believers, uh, many of them still had a problem uh, accepting who Paul was. So, you know, prejudice is a hard thing to break. Very difficult. Without the power of the Holy Spirit, generally we keep prejudices on a- anything in life. Well, it was very important to the Holy Spirit... That the children of Israel have the bondage, the the, the uh, boundaries and the and the limits to their thinking about Messiah that had to be shattered, and the one that was the only individual of the time that could write in a way that would present to the children of Israel this Christ, this Messiah was prophesied about. He came, and this is what He's doing, and His kingdom that He brought in. This is a message to you Hebrew people. Paul had two messages. This was one to the Hebrew people, then the other messages to the Gentiles, and even in his other books in Ephesians and Romans, he bounces back and forth to Hebrew thought, to Gentile thought, and he show would present the error of the two peoples, Hebrew and Gentile, the errors of them not understanding, uh, they had to realize and understand that God had taken two peoples, two corporate peoples, and made them one for an eternal purpose. But Paul had to use the book of Hebrews to begin to help the Jewish people the Hebrew people, to see who their Messiah was and His purpose in the future. Okay, we'll be back with Hour 2 in a few minutes. 1360KHNC.com for podcasts for those that are dropping off. God bless you. That if you're dropping off, God bless you. God bless your week. We'll be back. 1360 KHNC is proud to
2: announce our partnership with My Kind CBD
11: KHNC. My truck broke down. I knew it was time to get a new one, and I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Steve and Mike over at the Ramsey Auto Group, so I gave them a call at 970-443-5654, and I went down to their new location at 6175 West 10th Street in Greeley. They gave me a tremendous trade-in value for my old truck, which didn't even run, and then they set me up with a new truck that I love. The process was seamless and easy. They took great care of me. Ramsey Auto Group in Greeley,
8: Of all tyrannies,
11: a tyranny exercised
8: for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. It would be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep, his cupidity may at some point be satiated. But those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end, for they do so with the approval of their own conscience. C.S. Lewis you love wealth better than liberty the tranquility of servitude better than the animated contest of freedom go home from us in peace we ask not your counsel nor your arms crouch down and lick the hands which feed you may your chains be set lightly upon you and may posterity forget that you were ever our countrymen samuel adams
0: please stop clinically proven to stop bleeding in seconds from minor cuts to large bleeding wounds tear open the package and pour directly into the wound apply direct pressure and bleeding stops in seconds it works for people on blood thinners doesn't sting is hypoallergenic and is sterile bleed stop safe in the wound find bleed stop on the KHNC website simply click on the bleed stop button at the top of the page
12: Blue Dragon Spa in Longmont, Colorado, 1811 Hover Street, 720 A new spa started by Steve, the Red Pill Truth Guy, and his wife, Valentina. Drop by.
9: We offer manicure and pedicure, facial, and more.
12: We have new state-of-the-art equipment, and we use the best materials available. Yeah, give us a call, 720-680-0492. We're at 1811 Hoover Street in Longmont, Colorado.
9: Everything very good. Just come in and try it
0: hey folks as a cbd user i can attest to its effectiveness and now my kind cbd products are available at the station you'll see tinctures salves lotions creams coffee cocoa tea and much more you'll even find cbd retinol cream KHNC also carries my kind pet products including shampoo and tincture allowing your best friend to enjoy the same benefits of CBD that you do the best prices the best quality and all THC free my kind cbd cbd as nature intended it
7: wagner electric has the generator to meet your needs call now for a free estimate 970 800 3693. We have everything from standalone generators to portable generators in stock. There is also financing available. We also have an outstanding service department that will offer anything from wiring a pole barn to wiring in new smart switches to create a smart home, as well as electrical inspections. Please call us at 970-800-3693. Or visit us at our website at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley. Wagner Electric sets the standards.
8: It is not because men have made laws that life, liberty, and property exist. On the contrary... It is because life, liberty, and property existed beforehand that men made laws in the first place. What then is law? It is the collective organization of the individual right to lawful defense and punishing injustice. Frederick Bastiat, a Law.
1: And greetings and welcome to the second hour of today's Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez, founder of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. My contact information is uh, Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And the podcasts for the program are archived on... 1360khnc.com to the podcast section. In the previous hour, I began with the book of Hebrews, uh, presenting to the, uh, Paul is presenting to the Hebrew people, the new believers of that time, who Messiah is. He's the very God, He is God Himself, He created all things, nothing was created without Him it was a curveball to the Jewish to the Hebrew people Jewish people at the time because they're in religion from the time they were children and it's the only religion they knew but when Christ came he came into a system into a way into a method of worship and When he began his ministry, the very first thing that he did is he presented to the Jewish people in the temple someone who had come to fulfill a prophecy. The regions and the shadows of darkness, great light had sprung up. And that is where he went initially to begin his ministry. He went to set people free, to set the captives free. This is what he did when you received him he came to set you free from your bondages. The great bondage of Israel and the Jewish people of that time when he began his ministry was the religion. The great bondage at the end of the of the church age, when the church is mature, ready for harvest, the great bondage will be apostasy and religion. The same principle of religion that the Sanhedrin or that the Jewish people had within Judaism. It was a very powerful method of control. And this is what will happen in the churches right at, you might say, in the last 50 years prior to Christ's return, especially in the last decade. Religion, and not true religion, the uh, religion of hypocrisy especially in the United States of America the religion of hypocrisy will basically be the religion of the evangelical churches very few oh I would say very few pastors will be um, they will they will have, their gifts and they will they will be good at what they do but they will be they'll. you might say there will there won't be the balance that there needs to be the balance that was the principle of the Apostles they were balanced as individuals they knew the teachings of Christ and that didn't include just the doctrine the theology they had to present to the Jewish people and the Gentile people a theology, the knowledge of who God the Father was in his creation and as the individual that was to be worshipped. It, it's very deep. Theologys the is is great. but also they had duties to present to the Christian people of that time the prophecies, which would not occur in their lifetimes, but would occur in the future. And it was impossible, well, it was was, uh, evident that God's plan has always been to give His children insight into the future. Without a vision, the people perish. And the disciples who became the apostles, they knew that they had to present the theology, the eschatology, the prophecies, as well as the doctrines. The doctrines were an absolute must for a foundation. And the worship was a must so that they would not, that the Christians of that time, would not worship other gods. Theology was very important. They needed to know who they were worshiping and why they were worshiping him. The angels in the book of Revelation, they are the, you might say, the example of true worship to God. We believers who have come through a lot, have suffered much, we know what true worship is worshiping God regardless of the hardship never uh, always worshiping, always praising, always thanking I had read the verses in uh, Psalm chapter Psalm 8. I'm trying to look forward. Verse 2. And God perfected praise with infants who were still nursing. And by perfecting praise to these infants, which we have to be in the principle of these infants. We don't know too much. We don't know everything. We do know when there's distress. And He taught babes... Who were still nursing how to perfect praise? I used one verse. I'm still looking for this translation, but it says, "Have I not ordained praise to dis- have I not ordained praise to destroy the destroyer?" This is what Paul or, or uh, David had stated: "Have I not ordained praise to destroy the destroyer?" This is how God does it. This is how God destroys the destroyer when you're being afflicted by the spirits, by the invisible world, or by mankind. Praise and worship. It was the praise and worship with the children of Israel walking around the old city of Jericho. It was that praise and worship and the power behind it that brought down the walls. We all have walls that need to come down. And these walls come down through praise, through worship, through thanksgiving. Thanking God, like Paul, in all things. Whether you have much, thanking Him for much. Whether you have little, thanking Him for little. Being grateful at all times. Thanksgiving. Uh, If you want the Holy Spirit, to fall upon you. In your time of need and distress. Thank him. Thank him and praise him. Because he like King David said. Even though. a God has placed for me. A table. In the midst of my enemies. A table. Regardless. David was surrounded by enemies. But. God placed a table for him. Has set for me a table. In the midst of my enemies. David was at a table that was set by God though the enemies had surrounded him and it was at that table that David and his God suffered or, or uh, 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 they uh, feasted it was a feast, it was a time of feasting even though the hardships and the enemies about them, it was a table set by God and the same with us God will set a table for us in the midst of our hardships in the midst of our enemies and David was thankful and if you look and studied King David distresses on the left distresses all around but I thank the Lord I praise the Lord is always praise always thanksgiving and this is This is the way in which we get the victories. Have I not ordained praise to destroy the destroyer? Is the destroyer coming at you? Is the destroyer trying to destroy you? Steal, take, uh, whatever it may be? Praise is the way to break the bondage and to destroy the destroyer. So Paul... In the book of Hebrews, in the first chapter, or in the in the first, uh, I found one ver- one translation of Psalm eight two. This is the children translation. It says, "You have taught children and babies to sing praises to you. This is because of your enemies." And so you silence your enemies and destroy those who try to get even, those who are vindictive, those who hate you, those who are always trying to afflict you and cause you pain and torment. No. They have no power. They have no authority over you. Those who try to distress you, who mock you, who whatever it may be, no. God has chosen praise to break the power of of the tools of Satan, whether it be man-made or angelic hosts. God has chosen praise to destroy the destroyer. You can get the victory no matter what. And uh, I'm going to read another translation out of the Wycliffe. Out of the mouth of young children, not speaking. They haven't even learned to speak. They make noises, but they don't speak. Out of the mouth of young children, not speaking, still nursing, you have made perfect praising for thy enemies, for your enemies that you destroy the enemy and the avenger. So through praise you destroy the enemy and the avenger, whether a human being, whether a spirit, whether the devil, whether a the authorities of the land. Praise is how you destroy the enemies. Out of the mouth of the young children who do, not, who do not speak, but who nurse, you have rebuked the mighty enemies. Yes, you have destroyed the enemy and the avenger. Praise, praise, praise. It's not a small thing. King David, bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Bless Him for all that He has done for me. Lord, You will save me from my enemies. I, I want to read, um, that reminds me of a verse. In uh, It is Psalm 118, I think it is. I'm going to go to that. I believe it's Psalm 118. And uh, in this psalm, this is where David... Yes, I think it is Psalm 118. I'm going to get to that. It just takes a while. But in the meantime, we'll just thank the Lord. Psalm 118, verse 8. Yes, it is better to trust the Lord for protection. I don't like this translation. I'm going to go to the King James. Okay. Psalm 118.8 It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. And then King David says this, All the nations compass me about, but in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. Verse 11, They compassed me about, yes. They compassed me, they surrounded me, yes. But in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. They surrounded me like bees, but they are quenched as a fire of thorns. For the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord I will destroy them. So it is in the name of the Lord that the enemies that surround you, the enemies that come at you, whether they be uh, an individual, a family, a society, the angels, fallen angels of darkness, the demons, even though They compass you about. In the name of the Lord, you will destroy them. This is the power that is in the name of the Lord Jesus. And this is what Paul was presenting in the book of Hebrews to the Jewish people, the Jewish Hebrew believers, the new ones. This Messiah, in His name, only will they get their victories. They were not to pray to angels. They were not to look to other gods. They were to in the name of the Lord, bring their requests to Him. Christ said, You have not, because you ask not. Uh, then He said also, He said, to Ask, and you shall receive. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it will be opened. And He says that if you ask anything in My name, this is what David, King David, if you ask anything in My name, Whatever you ask, it will be given. This is the the, the God that we are to look to. He is God. In His name, you make your request. In His name, and in your need, He will meet that need. He will assist you, help you, whether it be you're in a trial, whether you're, uh, you know, whatever it may be. In His name, like King David, whatever compasses you about, in the name of the Lord, they can be destroyed. And praise, and praise Him, and thank Him. This is the way the battle, that or the battles that are coming. This is the way we're going to be victorious, through the praising and thank, thanksgiving. God causes all things to work together for good to those that love Him, to those that are called according to the purpose, His purpose. All things work together for good. You look at King David's life. Everything that happened to him, it worked for good. Saul chasing him, Saul trying to kill him, Saul trying to uh, destroy him personally, it all worked together for good. God was with him. God protected him. God will protect you. God will keep you also from all the souls that surround you. No matter what they may be, you will be kept. You're here not accidentally. You're, we, are, we are closing out the age. We believers who are the, the residue, who are the overcomers, who are the ecclesia, the ecclesia the build a church, we are closing out this age. And it is ordained by the Holy Spirit that we be, be, we be victorious in whatever we put our hand to. Whatever we put our hand to, in the name of the Lord, we will be victorious. But, the very center verse in the Bible, the very center, if you took a knife and cut the Bible right in half, this is the center verse. Psalm 118, verse 8. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. If you're putting your confidence in man, uh, you're, going, it's going, you're not going to be successful. Your confidence cannot be in man. Your trust has to be in the Lord. If you're trusting, in verse 9, it is better to trust the Lord than to put confidence in princes. If you're trusting people with authority, that have power, that have position, these princes, if you are trusting in them, you're going to be, uh, you're going to be, um, you're, you will, uh, you won't be. You're going to be disappointed. You will be disappointed. If you don't put your trust in the Lord, you're going to suffer disappointment. Now, I'm going to continue with uh, Hebrews chapter 2. Paul is talking to the Hebrew people. They're new in the Lord. There are many of you that may be new in the, in the Lord. Many of you have been in the Lord a while. What Paul was speaking to the Hebrew people, he's speaking to his churches Presently, all of his people presently. Don't worship angels. Don't worship angels. Don't pray to angels. Chapter 2. For this reason, we believers must be careful to pay even closer attention to what we have been taught. What we have heard, then we will not drift from the truth. If you drift from the truth, this is what happened. the 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 uh, experience you're going to have is exactly what Paul said in Second Second Thessalonians chapter two: apostasy. If you drift from the Lord, you will become apostate. You won't follow. The doctrines, teaching, uh, the, the theology or eschatology of Christ. The teaching, says the message, this word, the teaching that God spoke through angels, it was shown to be true. These speakings were reliable. And anyone who did not obey these teachings, they received the punishment And that was earned, that it was deserved. So, if the children of Israel were listening to the angels, just an example, you know, the angels did announce and herald Christ's coming. That was very powerful. The angels announcing the Messiah to be born in a manger. Verse 3, chapter 2 of Hebrews. Surely, we also will be punished. Now, we have received teachings through Messiah, through Christ, that if we follow Him, what He went through, we will go through. If they reject Him, they will reject us. If they persecuted Him, they will persecute us. If they Whatever they did to Messiah, whatever they did to the Lord Jesus is going to be done to us. And this isn't being taught from the pulpits. This isn't being presented to God's children. The Lord Jesus presented hardship. He promised there would be difficulties in life. There would be hardships that we would suffer, that we'd be persecuted for His sake. That life wouldn't be, there would be difficulties. But with him, there would be, that would be the answer. The answer to these difficulties would be he would be with us. He would never leave us. He wouldn't forsake us. Also, it says that he would be a counselor. And how many of us need a counselor? We need a counselor for many, many things. You who have a great wealth, you're going to need counsel for the time in which we live. Those of you who don't have much, that have very little, you also need the counsel of the Holy Spirit. He is the only counselor you can depend on. And if He counsels you, maybe, let's say, to, to find legal help, you better obey. Whatever He counsels you to do, You better just obey. We'll be back. The podcasts are on 1360KHNC.com for those that are leaving or those that are just tuning in. The programs, 1360KHNC.com for podcasts for the Olive Tree Ministry.
2: Hello, friends. This is Bradley Dean, show host for the Sons of Liberty. Join me on KHNC 1360 AM every weekday at 8 p.m., Saturdays at 5 to 7 p.m.,
0: and Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. Hey, folks. The Rev here. When the economy collapses, so will society. Martial law will rule but the protectors will become the looters and thieves. The future will be merciless. Prepare yourself now. Join the Rev for the best urban survival training available today. Call KHNC 970-587-5003 to reserve a seat now. That's
13: 970-587-5003. Living sharp is a lifestyle here at TBB's. You need to look sharp, carry sharp, and most importantly, be sharp. Let us show you how sharp it can be today. We're pushing ourselves to take as many walk ins at both locations, but if we can't squeeze you in, we'll make a convenient appointment for you. Give us a call at 970 617 2158 for our Loveland location located at 4th and Garfield, or in Mead at 720 745 0783 on the southeast corner of Highway 66 and I 25. If you're tech savvy, hit us up on Tommy'sBarbersandBlades.com, and as always, live sharp.
2: That's warriorsrevolution.com. You can buy gold just about anywhere in the world from all kinds of different dealers. So, why do you use the Patriot Trading Group?
12: 20 years of service, just like that. A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, just like that. Lowest prices, just like that.
3: No solicitation, just like that. Buying or selling?
2: Just like that. For all your gold and silver needs, call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592. Just like that.
8: You're listening to KHNC 1360 AM. Please join us Friday mornings from 7 to 9 a.m. with Kevin LaRusso on Common Nonsense,
1: sponsored by Tactical Civics. I'll give out my contact information one more time. I want to thank everyone who prays for me, everyone that supports me financially. I appreciate everything uh, that you do. Uh, So, my contact information is P.O. Box Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And then the podcasts are on 1360. KHNC.com And then to the Olive Tree site. Okay, I'm going to continue now. In Hebrews 2, verse 3. Surely we will also be punished. We won't escape if we ignore such great salvation. We have been given great Salvation. Salvation eternally so that we will never perish eternally. We will be with Christ forever in His kingdom, eternal kingdom. His eternity. Also, we have been given great salvation through transformation of the soul. Our soul will be saved in this lifetime. Our minds can be renewed through His Word, through His teachings, through the doctrines of Christ, the theology. We know the future through eschatology, the prophecies. We are in a, we are in the time of prophecy being fulfilled. I believe we are in the last decade. Less than the last decade, uh, we'll know shortly, within the next year or two, possibly Israel is going to uh, have the promise. Battles and victories that were promised by Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Isaiah, King David, Obadiah, all the prophets, Daniel. And before the tribulation begins, Israel will go to war with all of the surrounding nations, the terrorist groups within the nations to the north, east, south. Along the coast in Gaza Strip to the west, southwest. And when this war is concluded, then there will be the second war where Russia will move into the Middle East with many nations. This is in Ezekiel chapter 38 and 39. These prophecies have been cooking and uh, have been. Very much made, made much more clear presently than they've ever been. And then once Russia, the Gog-Magog war is ended, then the tribulation will begin. So we have great salvation. We have a great insight into God's plan. Will all the believers in the family of God be aware of this? For the most part, no. A great majority. Will it Will it affect the churches what's coming? Yes. It will affect the faithful and the unfaithful what's coming. The Lord promised that He would have a church without spot and wrinkle. And presently, that church that He's talked about is not... Uh, is being you might say, is in. A pro- there's a process. Uh, God, the Holy Spirit working on people, transforming them, but because of the apostasy in the churches in America, you know one of the one of the great teachings in the churches in America is that we're under grace and that there are no consequences for our actions. Well, that is a uh, deception. Yes, we are under grace, but that doesn't mean under grace that you can commit fornication. It doesn't mean that you can murder. It doesn't murder you can steal. I mean, it doesn't uh, mean you can steal. No. Yes, we're under grace, the grace of the Holy Spirit, to grow, to mature, to fulfill what we've been asked to do by the Holy Spirit, by Christ, that we go into the world and we preach the gospel of the kingdom of heaven. There is a kingdom that exists in the invisible world that is very powerful. And the king of that kingdom is the Lord Jesus. There is another kingdom that that is uh, in the world, in the cosmos. It is actually, it is the cosmos. It is ruled by Lucifer and his children. There is a there there is a conflict between these two kingdoms. They're both in the invisible world, but they, the evidence falls out into the present societies into time. And this war, we can tell, is taking place. The nations of the world are becoming very hostile to all of the seven churches, to all the Christian people internationally. This is one of the signs that Christ said would occur prior to His coming. There would be hostility toward His children. Regardless of what assembly or church you're a part of, of the lampstands, Regardless, there will be hostility. We see a growing hostility in this country toward any, any religion, true religion, toward the Greek churches, Catholic churches, Lutheran churches, Presbyterian, Protestant, Anglican. You can just keep on naming names to the evangelical churches, Pentecostals, Baptist, uh, Doesn't matter. The hostility, we can see. It's evident. The Lord said that we have a great salvation, but we take liberty not to grow and to be holy and to be pure. We take liberty to live to life's full advantage. Without the Holy Spirit counseling us, without the Holy Spirit directing us, we do what we want to do without asking the Lord, should we do this, should we do that? Many, uh, in times past, I have friends that they graduate, and then all of a sudden the first job that would come along, good job, they just take it. And I know that following them for the rest of their Christian lives, they really are very, you might say, not as fruitful as they could have been. Then there are others who waited, and they had opportunities, but they would pray. And they would ask the Lord, this one, this job, this job, this job. And the Holy Spirit would counsel them. And maybe not the not the uh, in the direction that would make them the most money, but God would put them in a position where something would happen that was even more valuable than income. And that would be, they were in a setting where they would mature, a setting where they would become fruitful, where they would do many things for the Lord for the Lord, and uh, they would grow, they would mature. I don't. I know that uh, there was a time when I began my ministry, and this was within. I began my ministry in 2001, and I didn't really know. I knew the exact day. When I was to begin, it was a Friday at sundown at the beginning of the new day, the Shabbat, Sabbath, and uh, I didn't know the future. But as time went on, the Lord began to remember the old Polaroid cameras. You take a photo, there'd be a chemical process, and then you'd pull that picture out and you'd wait and then eventually you could peel back after so many minutes and you'd have the photo of whatever you took. You didn't have to go have it developed elsewhere. That is the way it is with all of us. As we pray and ask the Holy Spirit to put us in exactly the place that we are to be, rather than just on our own make a decision to go here to go there. Bad example, I know many Christians who they had a, they met somebody and they didn't pray and they assumed that individual would be the right spouse. They marry and they weren't equally yoked and eventually they would separate and divorce. Now, with each of us, the principle is we should pray. We should, especially of all times right now, we should with all the decisions we're making we should diligently ask the lord and wait till we get the answer what we should do if you're getting a new job if you're going to get married whatever it may be with when i began my ministry i waited and i didn't jump i had to, i waited to be coached by the lord and eventually uh in about 2003 i took a map and i said lord in my ministry where am i going to be the most productive and i took a map of the western half of the country and i thought well seattle san francisco la salt lake phoenix denver and as I'm looking around, kind of more of the center of, I knew my ministry would be to the west. I knew that instinctively. I had received a vision in 1998, and I knew through that vision that there would be ministry east or west of the continental divide. That's the best way I can put it. And so I'm looking at Seattle and Salt Lake and but I didn't bring into the equation till after 10, 15 minutes of looking at the map, Las Vegas, Nevada. Finally, I started looking at Las Vegas, and I said, well, that would be kind of a center, because it would be 800 to Denver, 300 to Phoenix, 350 maybe to Southern California, South of L.A. It would be 500 almost to 450 to... Seattle. I mean, to uh, San Francisco. About 400, I think, to Salt Lake. I said, well, Lord, that would be kind of in the middle. But there's no way. I'd never end up in Las Vegas. But eventually, I would. Eventually, I would end up on the radio through a prophetic word given by a sister and her husband who came out of southern Colorado. Uh, The the move of God in southern Colorado, they'd come up to Fort Collins. I was at a meeting on a Sunday afternoon with my wife, and the sister told me and prayed that I would have a a ministry on radio. Uh, Three months later, I was on radio in The place I didn't think I would ever be in, Las Vegas, Nevada. I was there for almost four years on the radio. Like a photograph, like the old Polaroid, eventually you will see what God has planned for you. Don't just jump, pray. Pray, make sure that it's the Lord, because the devil will come to deceive you. Make sure it's the Lord. And then, pray and ask God for the timing and the way, and He will direct you perfectly. This is a great salvation that we have. Not just eternally, but we have a salvation through following the Holy Spirit. We can make um, uh, uh, our lives meaningful. You know, we're basically uh, just earth. That doesn't have fertilizer, in a sense, but with the Holy Spirit, we become very. We can become very productive to God. We can be good ground, good uh, fertile soil, so that God can do mighty things through us. Doesn't matter how young, old you are, male, female, educated, non-educated, uh, well off financially, uh, not too well off, not poor, and even poor. It doesn't matter. The Holy Spirit can take whatever is available and cause you to prosper and to cause you to grow, to mature. This is what has happened through the last 50 years. With the uh, Jesus movement, the, when the Holy Spirit targeted the baby boom generation children Hebrew and Gentile many met the Lord and many of these individuals have been faithful to the Lord out of that generation they've been faithful they've been faithful to with their children with their families around them they've been fruitful and because they have learned these lessons. That that uh, are so important. Lessons, lessons, especially with uh, hardship. These are the lessons that are most avali- the most valuable. Those that have gone through difficulty, hardships, trials. These are the ones who, when the coming hardships come, will stand. They will remain firm. They've learned the lessons. These individuals are the ones who can influence the people around them in the body of Christ to no matter what comes, to stand firm and to be able to, in these hardships, like I would mentioned earlier, thank the Lord and praise Him and bless His name. And ask Him for help. The strength that you need to continue no matter what. We are moving into the greatest time of difficulty in mankind's history. Uh, Many friends, believers in the past, they couldn't see it. They didn't believe it. They, you know, through the years, distanced themselves from me because and from others in the prophetic world, because we were basically speaking the same thing. Hardships are going to come to this country. We're not, as a nation, we're not going to be excluded from suffering. The Christians in America are going to suffer greatly. We live in the land of the coming uh, son of perdition, and many Christians don't believe that. They laugh at it. They think, well, it's not going to affect me. It will affect every man, woman, child, the creatures, it will affect everything in this nation. The hardships to come, we cannot avoid them. It's like nighttime comes when no man can work. We cannot avoid it. We're finished with Hour 2 of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church. Podcast 1360KHNC.com for, pod, for programs.
7: Hey, 1360 fans, Tika here with Serenity Painting. Did you know that we also offer concrete, framing, drywall, and much more? For a free estimate, call us at 970-978-9565. Mention 1360 and receive 15% off any construction service and or free upgrade to lifetime warranty paint with a seven-year labor warranty included. Call us today at 970-978-9565. Get the automotive dealership you deserve and explore the world with Off-Road Automotive. Our family-owned and operated dealership has been serving happy customers for four years. This weekend at Off-Road Automotive, we are having an auction pricing sale. March 3rd, 4th, and 6th, majority of vehicles will be listed for sale. On-site food will be available. Please come visit us at 1392 Denver Avenue, Fort Lupton, Colorado, 303-502-3230.
2: I'm Joe Jaquin CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and I would like to encourage everyone to make sure they are prepared financially as the Federal Reserve continues to destroy the value of the dollar since the closing of the gold window in 1971 the Federal Reserve has led the way in the explosion of debt and the devaluing of your money they openly say that they need two percent inflation which simply means they hope to devalue your money And they want to do this every single year, year after year. I know it's hard to understand, but the Federal Reserve believes in prosperity through debt and growth via the devaluation of your future. To learn more about how to protect yourself, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592 and protect yourself against the devaluing of your
0: money khnc is proud to carry my kind cbd products products include cocoa top shelf tinctures hemp salve moisturizing lotions and retinol cream they also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin to see all the cbd products we carry visit the station at two south parish or check us out online go to 1360khnc.com click
11: on the shop button KHNC. My truck broke down. I knew it was time to get a new one, and I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Steve and Mike over at the Ramsey Auto Group, so I gave them a call at 970-443- 5654, and I went down to their new location at 6175 West 10th Street in Greeley. They gave me a tremendous trade-in value for my old truck, which didn't even run, and then they set me up with a new truck that I love. The process was seamless and easy. They took great care of me. Ramsey Auto Group in Greeley. 970-443- 5654.
1: We finished Hour 2 of today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. My contact information, one more time, is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502, and the podcasts are on 1360KHNC.com to the Olive Tree site. Paul is in... I'm still in Hebrews 2. So Paul is saying, we're not going to escape if we neglect a great salvation. We have the Holy Spirit. There's no excuse for us not growing. We have the Holy Spirit to counsel us. We have the Holy Spirit to give us the power and strength we need to overcome whatever sin we may have to overcome any hardship. And the angels... Paul is saying that the angels, everything they spoke about, you know, they warned the children of Israel, don't touch the mountain, because anybody that would touch the mountain would die. And what they spoke was true. It was confirmed, you know. And then in verse 4, God bearing witness with signs and wonders, with many miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to His own will. We see on the day of Pentecost, God dispensing the Holy Spirit upon the believers there in the crowd. And they were baptized in the Holy Spirit. It's evident. Then verse 5, and we're going to talk more in the third hour. Unto the angels, God did not put this and subject the world that is coming. He didn't give the angels. He's not going to subject that coming world to them which Paul is speaking of. But it was stated in a place saying, What is man that you are mindful of him? Why do you take, why do you study man? What is it with man that is interesting to you? Or the son of man that you would visit him? Who are these angels and who is this God to visit this son of man? Because this is the plan that God had. The plan is with mankind. The plan with mankind is specifically directed at the churches of God, the lampstands of God, the individuals that have the Holy Spirit residing in them. This is the plan of God. It's not with the angels any longer. It ended 2,000 years ago. The plan, the eternal plan of God, is with mankind. Because it is only man who is born again that is going to be able to be the kingdom that will that will grow and destroy the kingdom of darkness. This is the purpose with individuals that are born again. We have the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit. We have all things, all the riches of God Almighty have been given to us. Anything we need, we have it. And we have access to the Godhead through prayer. This is the most magnificent part of God's eternal plan with mankind. Having access to God's throne through prayer through Jesus Christ. We'll be back for hour three in a few minutes. God bless you. Those that are dropping off, God bless you. We'll be back.
2: You're listening to The Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins.
8: No people will tamely surrender their liberties, nor can any be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. On the contrary, when people are universally ignorant, and debauched in their manners, they will sink under their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders." Samuel Adams.
0: Accidents can happen at any time in any place. Preparing ourselves is critical to being able to respond with confidence. Serious bleeding events are scary, but having BleedStop handy can give you the edge. Just pour it directly in the wound and apply direct pressure. Clotting happens in seconds. KHNC listeners get 20% off on the products listed. Visit the KHNC website and hit the BleedStop button. That's the KHNC website and hit the BleedStop button. Thank mm-hmm.
5: you. This is Riley with Saddle Up in Gilcrest, Colorado. We are a western saddle and tack shop, and we carry all the tried-and-true cowboy and equine brands in the industry. We carry brands such as McCall, Martin, and Billy Cook. We also carry a variety of horse tack items like saddle pads, head stalls, and much more. Visit our website to check out our whole catalog or visit us in store, 303-772-7821. Again, 303-772-7821.
6: This is Crystal with Cruise Planners. We're a full-service travel agency located in Johnstown, Colorado. Give us a call at 970-578-9779 or visit our website at milehighcruiseplanners.com to start planning your next vacation today. By land, air, or sea, we get you there, and all you do is go enjoy. Again, that number is 970-578-9779.
3: Hey, friends, Freddie Freeman here. A wise man by the name of Ben Franklin once said, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. So go to 1360khnc.com and
8: click the Patriot Supply button and make sure you're prepared. With plenty of survival products from emergency survival food, water filtration systems, survival coffee, and more, my Patriot Supply has got the perfect gifts for you. Just click that Patriot Supply button only on 1360khnc.com.
9: Hi, I'm Sina Milanazzo, Telephone Technology Specialist, here with Liberty Communications. We are the local experts for cloud and VoIP telephone systems. If you have a traditional phone system and want to learn more about how VoIP can help your business, then call me. I'll sit down with you and we'll come up with solutions on how to keep you ahead of your competition. Call 720 399 0233 or email info at liberty bts.com doesn't have to be a four-letter cost
4: of everything skyrocketing including the cost of homes cars and education making the need for more life insurance a necessity whether you're looking to purchase for the first time or you simply need to add to what you already have i can help you i'm joey juquint with northwestern mutual and we offer the best insurance plans in the country U.S. News and World Reports just ranked us the best insurance company in the United States in 2022. From low-cost term insurance for those just starting out that started on $25 per month to our popular blended insurance that will actually pay you money at the end of the policy. You heard me right, an insurance policy that will actually pay you out if you don't use it. Why us? Because Northwestern Mutual is the best. We have plans where if you are just starting out, you can go with one of our low-cost term plans, And as you grow financially, we can switch you into a blended plan five or ten years down the road as well to increase amounts and keep up with inflation. To find out more, call me, Joey Jaquin, at 602-909-9048.
1: There is a time for all things under heaven. There's a time for all things under heaven. There's a time to tear down and a time to build up. We uh, are in the age now where we're in the age of tearing down. In Hebrews chapter 12, uh, it was stated that at one time God shook the heavens, or, or shook the earth, I'm sorry, at one time God shook the earth but in this time that we're in, He's going to shake not the earth only, but the heavens also. Everything must be shaken and what is not going to stand the test of time will come down. The Lord finished chapter 7 of He of uh, Matthew with the parable of a man who builds his house on a solid foundation, on a rock. Christ is that rock. If you have not built your Christian life on the rock, if you have a form of religion that you think is fitting for you, that you feel that your religion and the way you think and the way you understand uh, the plan of God and the church world, if it's not on the teachings based on the teachings of Christ, you have been building on sand and what you believe is going to come down. What you have built is not going to stand the hardship and the wind that is coming. You see there's wind, rain, and floods that are coming to uh, test everything that we Christians individually, have done have built what we think if your religion is not in line with what the scripture says your religion is going to be shaken if your christian uh, understanding of just uh... anything if you believe as christians that you absolutely without doubt know god's will And you will persecute anyone who is not in line with your thinking and that you can persecute and you can betray, you can turn over your brother to to the authorities, to whatever, to hardship. And if you believe that you're doing the will of God and uh, maybe you're not aware that you might be apostate And you are attacking, uh, or how would I phrase it? Let's say that you there is a movement in the evangelical church called the New Apostolic Reform Movement. It is a movement that is a based on taking over power, taking over uh, based on power control. And they believe in that system that anyone that opposes them, they feel they have a right to persecute because they feel they are right with God. I say that the Scripture says that these individuals will betray brothers. They will turn their brothers over to the authorities. They will even kill their fellow brothers, believing that they're doing justice. They're believing that they're doing the will of God. But I will say to these individuals, tribulation will get you. Great tribulation will get you. You also, however, with whatever you do, it will get you too. This is in the scripture. And The tool that the Holy Spirit always uses on apostate children, children that don't have the sound doctrine, theology, eschatology, the children of God also will be punished. The Christian people will be punished. And the method is great tribulation. The Jewish people The apostasy is upon the Jewish people presently in Israel. And all the prophecies of Israel show they will also be punished. God is no respecter of persons. Then the non-believers, the prophecies about the non-believers, they also will be punished. But within the camp of the unbelievers, you have the sheep. You have those that live by their conscience. God has a way to protect them with the children of Israel presently. There are those within Israel, within within the Jewish family, not just in Israel, but internationally. God has a way to protect those that have a heart for for their God and waiting for their Messiah. God has a way to protect them. Within the churches, with all of the seven lampstands, there are those that will be apostate. They will persecute the holy, the righteous, those who have no guile. They will. Christ said they would. But within the lampstands, you will have those, a residue who are called the ecclesia, called the Ecclesia in Matthew chapter 16. These are the ones who the gates of hell are not prevailing against. The gates of hell will not prevail against the builded church. So in the family of God, you have the unfaithful that are being prevailed against, that are, are building on sand. Then you have those who are righteous, holy. That have no guile, their their fervency to God and toward His uh, plan for their lives is everything to them. They have no motive, just other than to please God and to be witnesses, to be uh, watchmen, to warn family, friends, those around them that. This world is being shaken. This world, there is a, a time for all things under heaven. The world, America, is being shaken. Not just the nation that we see with the economy in the natural world, but it is being shaken also in the invisible world. The powers that have ruled over America, these powers in the air are being shaken. And uh, they are uh, the plan of Lucifer with these fallen angels, the principalities, powers, these rulers in the heavens. Their target, their number one target, is to deceive the Christian people. Their target, they have targeted the churches. And in the churches, they're using deception. They are targeting the Christian people to deceive them, to to get them to believe that we're not at the end of the world, that Christ would never allow His people to suffer, that we are in an age of grace, and Christ is a God of love, and love, love, love. But the thing is, they forget. I read in the first hour... In the book of Hebrews, chapter 1, Thy throne, O God, and the scepter of Thy kingdom is the scepter of righteousness. It's not the scepter of love. Christ came as the Lamb, but in the day in which we live now, He is a lion. He has come to... he, He has to punish His own children... That are apostate. As a righteous God, he must there has to be equality with the unbeliever, with the believer, with the children of Israel. He's a righteous God. Uh, There's no respecter of persons. As a righteous as a he has a kingdom, and in that kingdom there is righteousness, and he expects righteousness in the churches. He expects righteousness with the children of Israel. He expects righteousness with the unbelievers. They have to follow their conscience. So he must punish evil within the body of Christ, within the children of Israel, within the world. This is the God that we serve. I know personally with the unrighteousness, I know that... Uh, I fear that I do things that will uh, destroy my ministry. Uh, Many pastors, they have the same fear, fear that above all things, they protect what God has given them as far as their duties. I have duties. I have to protect myself so that I can carry out my duties. You also, every one of you, you have duties also. And to carry out those duties, you need the Holy Spirit. And if you offend the Holy Spirit, He will draw withdraw until you repent. And when you repent, He will once again light upon you. He will be upon you. He will give you His Spirit. He will counsel you. He will direct you. He will whatever you need, he will cover your needs, he'll take care of your needs, he will you will have his protection. He'll work with you gently, but he expects his children to be like himself. We must be our righteousness must exceed the righteousness righteousness of the Pharisees and the Sadducees, or the religious, or those who are hypocrites. We must have righteousness. We are in the time where everything is being torn down. What is not going to be able to stand, the wind, the floods, the rain, is going to come down. It's going to be destroyed. We, uh, if we have been building on the principles of the Holy Spirit, principles in the Scripture of the doctrines, through the Holy Spirit, we don't have anything to fear. But we, we, we uh, do know, I do know, that we are in the time where the winds, the rains, the floods are coming against the seven lampstands. Against Israel as a nation, against the unbelievers. But I focus on the lampstands, God's children, And I've been reading from the book of Hebrews. I did mention Romans 2, but I'm going to just jump quickly to the book of Revelation. This book was written, just like the book of Hebrews, was written to the believers. It wasn't written to the world, it wasn't written to Israel. This book and the prophecy was given to the seven lampstands. Israel and the nations of the world, they can read it. Yes. But it is specifically directed to God's children in the seven lampstands. And the Lord began, and we know this, by, by... stating and presenting immediately this was the unveiling of who Jesus Christ is. Paul was doing the exact same thing in the book of Hebrews, explaining and presenting who Messiah was to the Hebrew people. Paul John is doing the exact same thing. He wrote down exactly what he was told to present to the body of Christ. This is the unveiling, the revelation, the the, uh, removing, the mystery of Jesus Christ, which God gave to him to show to his servants things which must surely come to pass. This is very interesting. Most people miss this. He wanted his churches, the lampstands, To see what was coming. Because it was going to come quickly. It's been 2,000 years. Back then, it was 2,000 years in the future. But what is coming quickly? We are now in that time. We We are viewing, witnessing. We are involved in what has come to pass. The final hardships of the end of the age before Christ's return, before His second coming. He sends it, He signifies it, and this has been signified. It has been stamped. It has been approved. It has been made uh, legally powerful. Like you you notarize. It has been notarized by His angel unto His servant John. And John was faithful. He bare record of the word of God, the testimony of Jesus Christ, bare record of all that he saw. Blessed is the reader, they that hear the words of the prophecy, and keep the things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. And keep the things that are written. We're requested to keep, to do what is written To the seven churches, not to Israel, not to the Gentiles, to the seven churches in Asia, grace be to you, peace from him which is, was, and which is to come, from the seven spirits which are before his throne, from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth. This is no light thought. He's the prince. We don't like to use the term king We like because there are many princes in the world. There are, yes, the kings of the nations, but he is the prince of the kings of the earth. He is the, the one who sits in the highest position. He's the prince. He's the one that has the dignity, not just the power, but the dignity the splendor that other kings may not have. Unto Him that loved us and washed us from our sins with His own blood, He, this is His objective, He has made us kings and priests unto God and His Father. To Him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. He comes with the clouds. Every eye will see Him. They which pierced Him And all the kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. The children of God in the churches don't necessarily. To think that all of the Christians want the Lord to return, uh, you don't see things clearly. Most of the Christians within Catholicism, the cardinals and the uh, the, uh, bishops, they don't necessarily want Christ to return most Christians don't want Christ to return because it means hardship. It means that all that they may have, you know those that are that have, have uh, positions or income or whatever, they don't want necessarily Christ to return because it will interfere with their future, with their plans. Well, I will say to the churches that there will come a time, when more than anything, you are going to want the Lord to punish those that are going to persecute you, rob you, that are going to mistreat you. There will come a time when you're going to forget about your future and you're going to want justice. That time is coming. For most of the, the believers presently that are... That are uh, the faithful. They are. They have the grace to wait. They have the grace to know that justice will come, and they don't need to act uh, uh, to to press it, because they know that God is righteous, and that uh, like the, the verse, "Vengeance is mine," saith the Lord. I will repay, and they will wait patiently. It's difficult, but nevertheless they'll wait patiently. Verse 8, I'm alpha and Omega. I began the church age, I began it. I set it in motion. I'm alpha and I'm Omega. I began it, I will be in to the years in the church age for the 2,000 years I will be I will participate. I the Holy Spirit, I, Me, Jesus, I will participate. But I'm the Omega. I will decide when it's going to end, and I will end it. And it's said in Matthew, If He doesn't return, no flesh will be saved. This is where the Omega comes in. He's the Omega to finish out the church age, and as the Omega, one day He will speak to his children that are born again. Come up here. They will ascend to be with him. The beginning and the ending, says the Lord, which is, which was, and is to come, the Almighty. I, John, who am also your brother and companion in tribulation in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was in the isle called Patmos for the word of God, for the testimony of Jesus Christ. He's also, even at that time, He was also in tribulation. This is where the body of Christ is headed. Tribulation. Initially, tribulation, and then great tribulation. We're not going to be removed from great tribulation. We will be removed from the wrath of God after the tribulation is over, but not until then. The uh, Christian people, according to Paul in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, I think it's verse 7 or 6, there would be a great apostasy, a great falling away. You could say it would be like uh, hanging on to a helicopter that lifts off and you let go. And Christ is the helicopter. Bad example, but an an example. Many Christians really uh, don't necessarily desire the plan that the Holy Spirit has for them because the cost is too high. They don't want to pay the price. And because of that, they fall away. The teachings of Christ are too narrow. They're too strict. And they don't want to live by and abide by the teachings. There are Christians that are living in fornication. And they seem it's acceptable, that it's okay, that, uh, you know, there aren't consequences. There are other Christians who feel they can have a business and they can be deceitful and they can take, you know, latitude. They can be a little, well, they're just crooks and they think they can get away with it. Well, maybe for a while, but eventually, what did the Lord say in Matthew? If uh, somebody, you have an offense, you better take care of the offense. So that you don't end up going before the judge, because you're going to pay to the to the might to the the lowest denominator in currency. You'll pay that, and then you'll then maybe you're going to then maybe you'll get out of jail. Okay, I'm going to jump back to Hebrews when I get back. We'll be back in a few minutes. For those that are leaving, God bless you. you have a wonderful week. And the podcasts are on 1360khnc.com for the Olive Tree program. We'll resume in a few minutes.
13: Tommy here with Revo Knives. We're a Colorado company looking for local customers who own a business that want to make a gift for their customers or employees that they'll always use and remember. We customize our knives with your logo and information so they always look at who to get back to when they need your service. Head over to our website at RevoKnives.com or give us a call at 720-947-9599. And as always, live sharp.
14: Hi, folks. I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham and Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings,
9: Keep listening to the American Freedom Network.
11: KHNC, my truck broke down. I knew it was time to get a new one. And I knew there was only one place I was going to go, Steve and Mike, over at the Ramsey Auto Group. So I gave them a call at 970-443-5654, and I went down to their new location at 6175 West 10th Street in Greeley. They gave me a tremendous trade-in value for my old truck, which didn't even run. And then they set me up with a new truck that I love. The process was seamless and easy. They took great care of me. Ramsey Auto Group in Greeley, 970-443-5654.
1: In Hebrews chapter 8 I'm sorry in Hebrews chapter 2 let's go with verse 7 You made man a little lower than the angels You crowned them with glory and honor You put all things under their control subjected everything under his feet Now this is Christ When God put everything under their control subjected everything to him there was nothing left that they did not rule uncontrolled. But at the present time, we don't see everything under the control of the Lord Jesus, of Christ. But what we do see is we do see Jesus. We do see Yeshua, who for a short time was made lower than the angels because he took on the nature of man. Not fallen nature. We, uh, That was so that by God's grace He could die and taste death for everyone. Now because He suffered and died He's wearing and He's crowned with glory and honor. God is the one who made all things and all things are for His glory through whom and for whom all things exist. He wanted to have many children share. So this is why When we meet Christ, we now begin to enjoy. We have access to all that God is, and we weren't just. We were not just created to for eternal life. We were created to have authority in this world, in a proper way. We are not to take over the world. We're not to take over the nations but we are to fulfill. We've been asked to go and present to the nations a coming kingdom and a king of that kingdom and to baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Only Christ was qualified to be the high priest but that didn't mean that we aren't qualified as priests also like we read in the book of Revelation chapter 1. We've been made to be kings and priests. This is a a calling which we use the term heavy, heavenly calling. Kings and priests. Not kings on the earth, but kings in His kingdom and priests in His kingdom just like Christ was a intercessor. We also can intercede for those around us, family members, friends. It was appropriate for God from whom and through whom that anything exists to use experiences of suffering to make perfect the pioneer of salvation. This salvation belongs to many sons and daughters whom He is leading to glory. This is because The one who makes people holy and the people who are being made holy all come from one source. This is what the Holy Spirit is doing. He expects us to be holy and He is the one working in us to make us holy. In other words, uncontaminated in a pure way from the sins in the flesh. This is why Jesus... Isn't ashamed to call us brothers and a family. He says, I will announce your name to my brothers and sisters. I will sing praise to you in the middle of the assembly. So, Christ, when we get together to worship and praise in these assemblies, He is in the midst, leading us to worship His Father in a proper way. Because of the time that we're in, I stated in the first hour. I'm trying to find the translation, but the one that I had read years ago, I have it written down somewhere. But in this translation it says, God says, Have I not ordained praise to destroy the destroyer? Have I not ordained praise to destroy the destroyer? So, The way we get the victory is through praise. That is how we get the victories. Through thanksgiving, through praise, through true worship. And uh, I know that many of you have had this experience. This is the, the... For the future, hardships, it will be like King David... It will be our praises that God will honor. And as we praise, the Holy Spirit will, will move heaven and earth to keep us. So I'm going to finish out with chapter 11, uh, chapter 2 of Hebrews. Now Christ, He took on the nature of man... He took on flesh and blood because we're also partakers of flesh and blood. So he took his part in that nature. And then through death, he was able to destroy the one that had the power of death, meaning the devil. And in Romans chapter 16, it says, And the God of peace will crush Satan or bruise Satan under our feet shortly. The battle, the great war between the kingdom of heaven, the children in that kingdom, in the seven churches, and the kingdom of darkness has commenced. We are in that battle. We have been in that battle. We've been in that war, but it's intensifying. The greatest threat to the kingdom of darkness... The great threat is not mankind, is not Israel. It is the born-again children in the seven churches that are faithful and that have overcome and that are getting the victories daily from things in life, from the the culture, from personal sin, uh, battles against the forces of darkness, curses. Part of the the victories are knowing when you've been cursed, and breaking the power of the curses on your life. Uh, I've given examples of where I've had people curse me, and uh, I would start to go blind, and then I would realize what had happened. I had an individual touch me one day that was a witch, and i you know, it seemed to be innocent. The individual was asking me for a little help to pull something off the top shelf of a, I was in a a grocery store. And I took that item, gave it to her. She just touched me on the shoulder. and Then when I left the uh, grocery store, got in the car, I'm driving, all of a sudden, the lights up ahead, they went from one to two to three. I was going blind in the matter of ten minutes, but I was able to break the power of that curse in the matter of, I'm in the car driving down the highway, well, just leaving the parking lot, but I, I can't see, I can't focus. Everything has gone double. So, what happened is, I had to break the power of that curse, and by doing that, I was free from that curse of that individual. Many of you in that that understand that world, you, you, uh, those of you that are uh, have had this experience, you know how to break the power of those curses. You know how to do it, and you have to. This is the world we're going into. So it behoo- behooved him to be made like unto us that he might be merciful and be the merciful high priest in things pertaining to God and make reconcil- reconciliation for the sins of the people that in himself he suffered being temp- tempted and is able to suck- succor us that are being temp- tempted. So he is succoring us. He is drawing us. And he has to. Uh, really, one thing that he is attempting to do and must do is to pull us out of the religion of the land, to move us out of the, like the the Paul with the Hebrew people, he was introducing to them the reality of a new kingdom, the kingdom kingdom that the children of Israel were used to was basically nothing more than age old religion began with Moses and then eventually they began to add laws on top of laws and the whole of Israel was under a system that Christ came to tear down and Christ is coming to tear down The system that has been built in the evangelical churches in America, the systems and the religions uh, are being torn down. What is not of God must come down. And so the winds, the rains, and the floods are blowing against the systems that have been set in place in this country that are working against the plan of God and his children. I know that uh, through the years uh, being involved in the ministry with churches I would be I was told that they have no no laws there are no commandments uh, basically they were free of any law but then I would find out that they had, one one pastor, he said, well, if you don't wear a suit, you can't preach from my pulpit. Little things like this. I have a friend. We had a meeting. Uh, he was invited. And there were three wonderful friends. The pastor and two other friends that were called to ministry that were evangel- evangelists. And uh, the pastor that wouldn't let anybody speak from the pulpit unless he wore a suit one of the friends didn't have a suit on so he had to borrow a suit coat and it was very uncomfortable for everybody because he had a law an unwritten law and with that unwritten law um, the friend was able to recover and actually He brought in the Spirit into that meeting in that assembly more powerfully than the other two evangelists. The laws within evangelical Christianity, Pentecostalism, the charismatic movement, these laws, Christ is coming, I'm telling you, you don't have to believe me. But the Holy Spirit is going to shake these churches, is going to shake the Catholic Church, the Lutheran churches, is going to shake the uh, Orthodox churches because they're His lampstands, but in each of the lampstands there are regulations of man, laws of man. They work against the freedom in the Holy Spirit. There's a movie that's coming out. um, The Jesus Movement. During the Jesus Movement years from 1960 to 1976, the main work of the Holy Spirit within the baby boom generation individuals that met the Lord, the main work was to teach them the anointing. That was the main work. I know this. I've studied it. I was in that movement. And I know the main work was to teach these individuals the anointing. The main work of the Holy Spirit today is to teach the children of God the anointing. It is once again returned. This is the move of the Holy Spirit. To teach God's children His his the moving of the Holy Spirit, the unction, the anointing. This is what God is going to do because it's through the unction, the anointing, that there's the only way in which the Christians are going to be able to fight this coming battle. It's got to be through the anointing. Without the anointing, God's children are you're going to fail. You're not going to be victorious. You're going to be a victim. It's through the moving of the Holy Spirit. During the uh, the first few years of my becoming a believer, I wasn't involved in an assembly. I wasn't involved in any type of church, in that sense of church. I wasn't being instructed in the things of the Bible. But I did know one thing. I knew the moving of the Holy Spirit. I knew when the Lord was moving me a certain way, I could see that His hand was upon me. I knew that. Uh, I could pray, even though I was living in sin. I was still, you might say, a child. And the Lord did, in a sense, wink at it for a while. But after two and a half years, then I started to realize, I began to read the Scripture, and the Lord began to speak to me in the Scripture. And one of the main things he had told me is that I had to be baptized. That was the only thing he was speaking. Be baptized. And I was, I was involved in sinful things, but I knew that I had to be baptized and I made an effort starting in about uh, April of 1974 to be baptized. And every time I tried to go to an assembly in the the front range of Colorado. No, Every time something would happen and I couldn't make that appointment. So finally I just said, well, okay, forget it. And uh, went in through all of the month of May and just knowing I needed to be baptized but I didn't have a solution, then I ran into a friend and uh, I asked her, I said, you know, I received a letter, this letter, from a friend in California. He said he'd been praying for me and should I go out to California and be baptized? And she said yes. And this sister was very instrumental uh, in my my beginning, uh, in my initial walk with the Lord. She was very influential. And she said yes. Well, that meant I had to hitchhike. It's okay. What if the Lord wanted me to be baptized, then I was going out. And I went ahead, got my backpack, and I hitchhiked to California. Got there on a Sunday morning. I found out where the Friends Fellowship was. Went there at the tail end of that meeting. We went to a wedding that afternoon. And that evening there was a Bible study. And after the Bible study, I made a decision with about... 12 other people to be baptized in the fountain on the Berkeley campus, and I obeyed what God had said. This is what the Lord may be asking you, something you need to obey Him.
8: Of all tyrannies, a tyranny exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive. It would be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep. His cupidity may at some point be satiated. But those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end, for they do so with the approval of their own conscience. C.S. Lewis Reasons
1: to own gold. Reason number one.
2: Culturally, the golden rule is treating others as you want to be treated. But financially, the golden rule is those that have the gold make the rules. When you retire, make sure you can write your rules. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800 or visit our website at allamericangold.com.
0: As the economy tightens, retailers are getting their products in front of thousands of new customers every month. The PE Gun Show is a whole family event featuring toys, craft items, food, survival, and hunting accessories. Every show is loaded with potential buyers looking for your products. For table rental information, contact peshows.com or call them at 970 663 9101. The new 90,000-square-foot Premier Events Expo Center located at the Greeley Mall off Highway 34 is the perfect indoor space to plan your next event. Weddings, graduations, concerts or fairs, this space can accommodate. For leasing information, contact PEShow.com or call them at 970-663-9101. That's PEShows.com, 970-663-9101.
8: If you love wealth better than liberty, the tranquility of servitude better than the animated contest of freedom, go home from us in peace. We ask not your counsel, nor your arms. Crouch down and lick the hands which feed you. May your chains be set lightly upon you, and may posterity forget that you were ever our countrymen. Samuel Adams.
0: Please stop. Clinically proven to stop bleeding in seconds. From minor cuts to large bleeding wounds, tear open the package and pour directly into the wound. Apply direct pressure and bleeding stops in seconds. It works for people on blood thinners, doesn't sting, is hypoallergenic, and is sterile. Bleed Stop, safe in the wound. Find Bleed Stop on the KHNC website. Simply click on the Bleed Stop button at the
1: top of the page. Well, we finished the third hour of the present truth. And one final time, my contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80501. And the podcasts are on 1360KHNC.com. We're moving into, the world has moved into Uh, the hardships that would come before the tribulation begins. We're already in the time of sorrows and birth pains. Very soon within, I don't know, I don't know, this year, next year, Israel is going to have the war on her enemies. This will precede the war with Russia, the Gog-Magog war in, in Ezekiel 38 and 39. Then following the war with the Gog when Gog and Magog is finished, right shortly thereafter, the children of God will be in the period of time called tribulation. Um, It's just up the roadways. Most Christians are unaware of the sequence of events that are coming, but we all are aware of the hardships that have begun in the world. The hardships that have already started. They're going to continue to get worse. They're not going to ease. We are not, nothing will change and go back the way it was. Things will continue to become more difficult. The economy will get worse. The wars that have begun with what's happened in Ukraine are going to continue. We have They're calling this World War Three. Well, there's going to be a fourth and a fifth but they're not world wars the only one the real world the one world war that is coming that we're all expecting is Armageddon that is up the road seven years plus just a few little while after the tribulation begins there will be the war of Armageddon probably seven years according to the Jewish calendar plus maybe two months, somewhere in there. It's detailed in the Scriptures, and uh, you're going to hear more and more discussion in detail about the coming tribulation and what happens during the tribulation, the great tribulation, and then the time of wrath that takes place after the tribulation period is over. For those that are, are, uh, that are in dropping, coming into the program, and out, uh, the podcasts are on thirteen sixty KHNC and every Sunday nine to noon for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program here on thirteen sixty KHNC I'm going to probably. Continue a little more with what Paul was speaking to the new Christian believers that were Hebrew next week. Because what's happened in the book of Hebrews is happening with us presently. So until next week, God bless you. God bless you. God keep you. I will talk to you next week. Have a wonderful week in the Lord Jesus. Bye khnc is proud to
0: carry my kind cbd products products include cocoa top shelf tinctures hemp salve moisturizing lotions and retinol cream they also have pet tincture and hemp shampoo for a healthy coat and skin to see all the cbd products we carry visit the station at two south parish or check us out online go to 1360khnc.com click on the shop button